0: Hello, I'm Alison
1: Larkin, writer, comedian, narrator, and host of The Jane Austen Podcast. Join me as we embark on a journey through Austen's timeless stories, starting with Pride and Prejudice. The Jane Austen Podcast with Alison Larkin is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi,
0: I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Your Angry
1: Angry Neighborhood Neighborhood Feminist. Feminist. This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives.
0: And this week we'll be talking about a topic that I know that you and I are both really excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, This episode will be coming out on October 1st. Lovely. And we'd like to know, are you like the rest of us? Are you obsessed with fall? Me? Me? No, the listeners. Oh, I'm like, yes. <laughs> no, no, the listeners. Like, are are you guys as obsessed with fall as we are? I feel like in LA, fall is a really
1: exciting time because it's finally not just like the typical summer atmosphere. It, it's, yeah. st- it starts to change because summer seems to last forever. And like, I'm in like a flannel dress right now. It's still hot. And it was hot out. Yeah. But I was like, God damn it. I'm wearing a flannel dress today.
0: I bought this nice leather That's like, cute.
1: jacket. That's cute. Oh my god, Target. Target yeah. is coming out with some cute Target's things Target's right coming now. up.
0: So I bought this leather jacket and I'm like, when am I going to in, wear this? In two it's months? it's like 90 degrees every day now. It's, it's like cold in the morning and cold at night now. Yeah. But the day is still really hot. But anyway, so welcome to October. Welcome, you I guys. I feel like this year is flying by. I know. Uh, it's almost over. I feel like it just started.
1: Keegan, we started this podcast at the beginning of the year. I know.
0: I know. It's burr-nanas. Burn-anas. So, bananas. Are they cold bananas? Sure. Burr. burr We wanted to kind of take October and do some really fun, kind of spooky subjects. Ooh. And what better to start off October than witches? Witches. The history of witchcraft and feminism, I feel like, are always interlinked, intertwined. Very much so. And so I thought this would be a really good subject for us to get started on. Yeah, I
1: went, like usual, I went down a rabbit hole. I don't think I've ever written so many notes in my life for an episode.
0: Well, the history of witchcraft is really fascinating. I remember going down a YouTube rabbit hole, like, a year ago or Uh so... Whenever I really started getting into just watching nothing but YouTube. Yeah. And because they make it easier. They're like, here's another video. Like, yeah. Here's another video you might be interested in. That's scary, though, because you never know what you're going to end up with. Yeah, I've, you end up on conspiracy theory, flat earth shit. I landed you know, like... on
1: some weird, like, uh, what did I find the other day where it was, like, me and my daddy thing. Oh. It was, like, sexual weird. No. Yeah,
0: I was like, <sighs> how did I get here? Oh, no. I was on YouTube for, like, a few videos. And the next one that shows up, I'm like... And now that FBI agent that's watching your every move is, like, real suspect of you now. Um, no, they watch everything. But I, I definitely went down this, like, rabbit hole where I just was watching um, video after video of witch trial documentaries. Yeah. <laughs> like, all of the witch trials. The ones that um, were here in the States, obviously. Salem is the one that I think people think of most often. Yeah. And then also a lot of the witch trials throughout Europe. Yeah. Um, that go back centuries and centuries, and kind of how that whole thing sprung up. It's a very...
1: It kind of started out, like, in the Old Testament. Um, And so it does have, like, a lot of base, I feel like, in religion, at least like the folklore does a lot. And then if you think about, like, early colonial America, you know... Massachusetts, right, was, like, a very, like, pure, like, Christian-based community where, like, religion... Puritan America. Yeah, Yeah. that, like, really enforced, like, the law and religion were, like, Mm -hmm. one and the same. Yeah. And they really, like, bring home in the Bible about, like, witches and the
0: difference between good and evil and, like, use it as, like, a pagan practice. Yeah. I mean, I think if you want to start kind of at the beginning, for most of history, people believed in witches. And, like, for real, for real, believed in witches, not kind of... Spooky fairy tales, like really believed that witches were, you know, real people. And um, before Christianity took over, witches were kind of seen as like healers. They were like positive figures. Yeah, some
1: some say that witch. Uh, Like, they don't know the exact origin of the word, but some say that it could be, like, wit or wise, and it's kind of, like, meaning, like, wise woman.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, because they were really sought after to um, help with healing and childbirth. And, and like, fortune tellers. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then I have here that around 500 A.D., the more, like, maternal pagan religions or yeah. practices were taken over and overrun by Christianity. Yeah. And I wrote, hi, patriarchy. Yeah, there, for there real. There you are. Yeah. So then the feelings around witches began to change and uh, witches began being blamed for problems that were once, they were once like called upon to help solve. Right.
1: I mean, they're blamed a lot of times for diseases. I was yeah. reading about how like witchcraft is to blame for HIV, AIDS, and all these different things. Um, Well, it
0: became very easy to blame, yeah, because obviously there were a lot of sicknesses happening at that time. Yeah,
1: and and then even things like bad luck, sudden death, impotence. um, Oh, even like sickness and animals. They're like, it
0: must be a witch. And especially if they were like men's problems, like if you like impotence, like impotence.
1: It's like this woman's a witch because I can't get it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's cast a spell on my dick, basically. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, who's saying that they didn't? I mean, I mean, it's up for debate. Were None you, of us were were you there. being an asshole? We were not. You, were you
0: being? Is this like a teeth situation? Did where did you earn it? <laughs> did you earn it? Did you deserve it? Um, but I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that a lot of these women who were in kind of positions of like honor and authority were considered like intimidating. Yeah, they were intimidating and scary. They held some it, power. It is
1: a very like weird like modern medicine of the time almost too because if you look at like, quote-unquote, witchcraft today, Mm -hmm. it's very much, it's so L.A. It's like, here's an herbal remedy and the blah, 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 you know what I mean? It's very, like, it would have been very, very modern at the time, where maybe when they were coming up with other
0: things, I can see where men would get, like, really intimidated about, like, the smarts that these women had. Yeah, they had a certain kind of knowledge, and in that knowledge, it brought them, like, a certain kind of power. I mean, look at the way we think of doctors nowadays and, like, the kind of power that we give them. And I think also... When you talk about a lot of religious people, I think they really call upon faith Uh to restore you or, like, faith to heal you. Yeah. And they don't rely as much upon, like, potions and herbs and, like, things to medicines, essentially, like, to make you better. Right. So they might be thinking, like, well, it's God's will for this person to die. Like, who are you to step in and intervene? You Uh know, in ways like that, too. Because... Think about that. I dated a guy whose um, parents were, or gra- grandparents were Christian scientists. And that's what they believe. It's like oh. they they do not give medicine to their children if what? they're sick. They don't go to the hospital. They're like if it's God's will for God will make oh! you better, and if He doesn't that's make like, you better, then you're supposed to die. That sounds like abuse. You, yeah, I mean there have been a lot of cases in Christian Science, you know, where the parents have been like, "It's my right not to medicate my child." Yeah, um, it's my it's my religious belief. But that's,
1: but I feel like social services needs to be called a lot of point. times.
0: They do step in and they like force the child to be medicated for things like um, yeah for cancer and things, but. Um, Yeah. But then there's the whole debate of, like, well, where does your religious freedom end? Yeah. You know? Anyway, so male church leaders preached that the actions of these women were the devil's work, and they, we were living in a time, we, these people were living in a time of a lot of fear and superstition. Uh Uh-huh. So it was pretty easy to kind of turn the townspeople against these women who behaved out of line. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, it's interesting, because we're talking
1: about religion, and I think about myself being in sixth grade at Catholic school and wanting to read Harry Potter, and I wasn't allowed to. You weren't allowed to? I was not allowed In school? In school. Oh, no, okay. at home I could do whatever I wanted. But I mean, like, it was this whole, like, sorcery equals evil. Like, it was no Harry Potter, no oh, yeah. Lord of the Rings, oh, yeah. no, nothing like that. I
0: remember, um... I saw a meme going around, and it was just like, if you didn't know at least one kid in middle school who wasn't allowed to read Harry Potter for yeah. religious reasons, are you even from the Midwest? Uh, yeah, for and real. It's it is it. That it is blew true. my mind because I it was a new school
1: that I was going to when I was in sixth grade, and I was like, you guys are crazy. Like this is stupid. Like I remember I knew
0: so many people that weren't allowed to read Harry Potter. I, that's
1: um, I I mean I think we talked about this where like I've had friends that weren't allowed to watch Hercules. Because it was, like, worshipping false gods and things like that. Yeah. It's just, it's very intense. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it is. Okay, so in the early 1700s in America, uh, this uh, paranoia regarding witches began to clash with Puritanism Mm -hmm. here in the States in particular. Um, Did you ever see the movie The Witch? No. It was an A24 movie. It is really good. I know some people didn't like it because it's so kind of... I don't want to say historically accurate because it's still, you are you know, you're talking about magic and things like that. Right. But the way it's shot and, like, the language they use is all it's really cool. very puritanical, colonial America. Yeah. Um, Which I, some people found boring because it's, like, Old English right. and shit like that. But the way that they show the ways in which, like, a woman's sexuality kind of clashed with yeah. puritanism at the time. I always think about the Crucible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always
1: my first thing that I think Yeah, of. I
0: always think about The Crucible first, too, and then I always think about how The Crucible was actually written about McCarthyism. Oh, Did you know that? yeah. Yeah, he wrote... I forgot about that, He though. wrote The Crucible as, like, a... Because um, McCarthyism was, like, having people blacklisted was, like, a witch hunt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I always think about The Crucible right away, too. But, yeah, yeah. you're you're talking
1: about... Well, especially, isn't the beginning of The Crucible where they're, like, dancing around a fire and it's, like, this yes, kind of, like, yes. sexual thing and then it's, like... Well, oh, like witchcraft
0: they're... is directly tied to a woman's sexuality. Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, which is why it was so scary in a place like Puritan Ameri- New England, because yeah. you couldn't even wear colored clothing or yeah. have
1: buttons on your this, clothes. This blew my mind. So in 1645, I shouldn't say it blew my mind, it made me laugh. Um, in Springfield, Massachusetts, they experienced the first accusations of witchcraft between a husband and wife, Hugh and Mary Parsons, who were accusing each other of
0: witchcraft. Which it's just you're a witch. No, you're no, a you're witch. a witch. No, you're a witch.
1: And Hugh was found innocent, while Mary was acquitted of witchcraft and sentenced to hanging for death of her child. And then she died in prison. What happened to her child? I I didn't go into like I said I went into so many rabbit holes. That I was like I can't give everything to you know. I'm assuming like the child died of something, and then and then they blamed each other for that, and it turned into a witch hunt.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, women were blamed for essentially yeah everything that could happen yeah ever in well, general. And it's saying
1: that between 1645 and 1663. Now, 1663 is when the Salem witch trials ended. They're saying that about 80 people throughout Massachusetts Bay Colony, just Massachusetts, were um, were accused, and it was 13 women and two men that were executed from that. It's like the numbers are always like very much.
0: Oh, way yeah. more women. Than they will men. always like lean, lean heavy on the on the female side. Oh, yeah. In general, yeah. Um, well, I mean, and I think if you want to talk about that a little bit, I think a big part of that is if we're talking about you know puritanical um, beliefs in a patriarchal society. Yeah, women are always going to be looked at, you know, under a microscope even well,
1: closer. Yes, because we talked about this where it, you were saying when you were younger once where it was like your fault. If like a, you were talking about where someone had said that it would be your fault if a guy was like interested in you. Oh, or something of course. Like that. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, it's like we shouldn't be tempting the boys. Yes, kind of you thing. don't want to. I think the exact thing that they would say is like uh, you don't want to cause your brother in Christ to stumble. You don't want to yes, be stumbling that's block what you said. for yeah. your your brother in Christ. So if he does sin, for instance, if he were let's talk about perhaps an instance that could happen in a puritanical um, society, if if a man were to rape you, yeah. and get you pregnant that's probably your fault because what did you do to cause him to stumble? You know what I wow, mean? Wow, things haven't changed, right? Oh my god. Like this sounds really familiar sounds with like what's going on Familiar right now. <laughs> yeah. Um but but yeah, essentially essentially that and so women who had who were maybe quirky or odd or strong-willed. We'd be fucked. Yeah, or expressed any kind of anything that was outside of what you would think is a good sweet Christian Puritan wife. Yeah. Um or woman would be looked at with suspicion. Yeah,
1: and I think it's funny too because it reminds me so much of like Desperate Housewives because people would like accuse so their nosy. neighbors for so like nosy. really dumb shit. Like I was trying to like explain it to T. I was like, "It's like it's weird." I know I love Desperate Housewives too, but it's like, let's say your dog was peeing on your neighbor's lawn and it was really making her mad, so she accused your mom of being a witch because she cursed your dog to like be peeing on the yeah, or like, I mean, very
0: often it was like their crops aren't, Mm -hmm. their crops didn't come in, or their their livestock is dying, and they they don't want to accept any responsibility for this or say that you know. The, it's easier to be like, well, scary old Mary So and So down the street is crazy as fuck. Totally fucking and shit she up right never now. got married, yeah. so she's probably doing this yeah. because she told me to fuck off once. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like easier to do that. Very yes. Um, so if you were just kind of like a strong, out- outspoken figure, um that could happen and you see it play out time and time again if you like watch any of these documentaries on on uh, the witch trials. It's yeah it very often starts out that way or it starts out as kind of like trying to get, get their land or be able to yeah. like get things from them if you can get them out of the way. And well, the easiest way is to be like, she's a witch hanger. Yeah, you know? that's the interesting thing
1: that I think about when it comes to the Salem witch trials is Elizabeth Hubbard. And mm-hmm. I did do a bit of reading about her because I find her very fascinating. And she was 17 years old in 1692 when all this was starting. Mm-hmm. And she, her uncle was this Dr. Griggs, and he kind of, like, took her in as, like, it was supposed to be, like, an adopted daughter situation, but she was, like, a housemaid for him, basically. I don't think she was treated very well. She definitely wasn't very well educated. But this physician, Dr. Griggs, would diagnose her and several of the other girls with an affliction of the uh, Mm quote-unquote evil hand. So she's friends with these girls who are anywhere between, like, 12 and 20 years old. And... Two that were really notable were Abigail Williams right. and Betty Proctor, I believe. Proctor, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Was it Paris? There's They all have... I think have, it's Proctor. I think it is, too, but it's, there's multiple of the same names here, and I get really Of confused. course,
0: because they didn't have any fucking originality. I know, They're it's like, like Mary's It's, it's Elizabeth. Mary, Elizabeth, Abigail... Yeah.
1: It's crazy. But um, they were apparently, like, really like close friends and they would listen to tales told by tituba the slave owned by reverend samuel samuel paris which was betty paris's father and because elizabeth was dr griggs maidservant she probably knew about the fits that abigail and betty had and they were like nine and eleven years old and they would like make they would start throwing things and screaming and making weird sounds and like distort their bodies and like bend funny and like Kind of sounds like watching The Exorcist a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, they would just do these crazy things. And then she started... They started blaming the slave, of course. Yeah, and these, these girls were shitty. They were shitty. And they would make these crazy fucking claims. And then Elizabeth would say that she was, like, in a trance for most of Elizabeth Proctor's trial. Um, and so she, like, couldn't... She couldn't even speak. Oh, no, it was Betty Paris and, and Abigail Williams. Because I believe it was against... Elizabeth Proctor. Mm. And then it was also... Jonathan Proctor was also um, accused, I believe, as well. And so they... And then they started accusing a bunch of other fucking people. And uh, they believed them. And Elizabeth Hubbard was old enough, she was 17, that she could, like, go to trial and be seen as, like, a credible, like, witness to testify. Mm -hmm. And they just believed everything that she said. And it was complete nonsense. And then she she would just start shaking and, like... Yeah, because tweak it they, out. Were,
0: they were scared. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was easy to... and if, To me, it sounds like it was some fun little game oh, that they were no, playing. Oh, absolutely. No, I mean the people were scared. Yeah. The girls are shitty. Like, they're just shitty. Oh, yeah. Um, but the, the people were scared, and I can actually say... And they were playing on that. From... Growing up in a religious household, your fear of the devil is real. Oh yeah, you know I used to be so scared that, like, when I first learned
1: about the movie The Exorcist, mm-hmm. I was so scared that I was going to be become that I was going to become
0: possessed. Like oh, that was a
1: real fucking fear of mine. I full on
0: believed in demons, like full on believed in demons, and I, I, and I very much believed in hell, and I very much believed in the devil, and it, it's, and it's horrifying, you, and it's because you really, you're taught it's the scariest thing ever, right? And it, it's the most you know, horrible thing ever to go to hell and like eternity, and that's you you're know, forever. burning forever. Like, yeah, it is so terrifying that I can kind of see how if you're seeing these girls kind of like twitch and writhe in front of you and yeah. say that they saw the devil. Yeah, that you, if you're so entrenched that in is that environment. Numero uno. Yeah, that you believe it, and yeah. it seems so irrational now. But at the time, it's like I I see how you could get wrapped up yeah. in like, witch mania. Very much so. You know.
1: She had forty legal complaints. Thirty-two testified. Seventeen were arrested. Thirteen hanged, and two died in jail. Just from this one girl's horrifying accusations. What
0: a bitch! I know. It's like <laughs>
1: what the fuck. And I and I, like no one knows what happened to her afterwards. Like she was just like deuces. i out. She literally like, like left, and then like historians are like, oh well, we found like Elizabeth. Hibbins or something like that where she may have gotten married, but, like, there's no... There were no... too many Elizabeths I know. for you to know. There's no, like, specific... <laughs> Record. How could you live
0: with yourself if you had done that? She's crazy. There's so many
1: neurotic, crazy people in this world, Keegan, that this doesn't even seem that far stretched to me. I'm like, she crazy, but I've heard this
0: story. a lot of deaths. That's a lot of deaths. That's a lot of deaths. Like, if you had just done a couple and then been like, I'm done. That's still not good, Keegan. It's not good, but I would have been like, okay, she thought she was playing a game. She's a child. She's 17. And shit got out of hand. At that
1: time, 17 years old is, like, not a child. Sure, but
0: I'm like, maybe shit got out of hand. But, like, fucking... (laughs) Forty or something? That's yeah, insane. It was forty
1: complaints. Many. Thirty-two testified. Thirteen were hanged. Two died in jail. It's
0: too many arrested.
1: Oh yeah, it's way too many. It's fucked. It's and so. And one fucky. guy
0: was crushed with. I remember they that They were pressed, yeah. yeah. Pressed with, like, yeah. concrete blocks. Yeah. Horrifying. Yeah. That was the one that always haunted me, because he was like, I'm not going to confess to being a witch, and I'm like, we're just going to keep putting these concrete blocks until, until you confess. Well, yeah, they were trying to, like,
1: get him to confess to these things, and then he, he wouldn't confess to them,
0: so Horrifying. he got crushed. Horrifying. Um, well, women were obviously considered the weaker sex. Yeah. I think that is something that for a lot of people um, still holds true. And so they were therefore seen more susceptible to corruption by the devil, like less able to protect themselves. Right. Should the devil come a knocking. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So. <laughs> Can you please say that again? <laughs> the devil come comes a knocking. Comes a knocking. Um, oh, devil, I'm so sorry. I was just sitting here in my house I was just drinking my, I don't know why they're from the my, South. S- <laughs> sweet tea. It's supposed to be in like New England and we're like, mm, sitting no, the way I. he said come and knocking though I was just sitting here drinking my tea and yeah. you came in well, tempting reasons... me so I know <laughs> I mean that is how it's often phrased well like, yeah because it's the it's Adam and Eve it's the snake with the apple and, and... yeah and so often it is also like very often if you like look at these um, these witch trials it's like yeah she had sex with the devil yeah. like the devil like showed up whipped his dick out, and then it was just like, hey, and then now you're a witch. Okay. So, um, reasons women would be accused of witchcraft. I'm fine. It's all good. It's fine. <laughs> they could be accused of witchcraft for things like insubordination, or just talking back, yep. you know, having a spine. Um, if a man feels seduced or aroused, yes. that's your fault. Yes. If he gets a boner, that's your bad. Um, if another woman feels threatened. There were a lot of women who accused other women, women of mm-hmm. being witches. And uh, don't we, like, so much of this
1: not in a physical, like, witch yes. trial. We still see saying. so yes. much today where it's like you accuse a woman of something else to make yourself feel better or look better in the eyes of a certain person. And it's that whole, like, girl-on-girl competition that has tale lasted forever. Tale as time. Ever.
0: Yeah, as old as time. Yeah. I mean, and they would do it. They would accuse other women. And again, I think... They would probably use their feminine wiles to go to the men in charge, yeah. you know, and they would accuse these women of witchcraft to a court of male leaders during the witch trial. So they weren't the ones who were necessarily condemning them to die. No, but they were the ones that were giving the accusations and to you other once you people. were accused, it was very difficult. Well, and this
1: is the thing for me, and you could maybe explain this better to me, um, but it's what, like they would talk, these are trials, so they would talk about proof and things like that, was it just all hearsay? Or would they say, like, I remember hearing things where it's like, oh, look at the freckle formation on her shoulder or things like that. that's
0: the thing is, like, it's so weird to look at because it's such a handful of... We look at trials today, and yes, of course, there's so much corruption in in our legal system. But there has to be proof. That's kind of one of the main things, right? Right. At least there's... It's a certain degree. Back Mm -hmm. then, it was like, yes, there still had to be proof. Like, they still had to prove it, but it was like... What did that mean? Like proving it did. Was it like a convincing story? It was like, um, it was like strip her naked and check her body for moles. If you find moles, those are devil's marks. They would say that your familiar can. Kin- that is fucking. We're fucked. Everyone. We're fucked. Everyone. Because we both have moles. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they would say like, I have like a skin tag. They would. Check- How do you know I have a mole on my butt, Keegan? Oh, I didn't. Ooh, I have seen you naked, though. I was going to say, so, it's not like you haven't seen me um, naked or anything. But, like, they would check, you know, in, in particular areas yeah. to see if, like, for instance, for me, I'd probably be pretty scared, screwed because in this, like, um, area where, like, my leg bends. Yeah. Like, at my hip. Yeah. I have, like, a skin tag. And oh. they would look for things like that, moles or skin tags, because they would say that you're familiar, which means, like, an animal, like your cat or your um, frog or whatever. Yeah. You could feed it through, like, a, it's like a nipple, yes. like you could feed it through your, like, your devil's mark, or whatever. So this is the kind of proof they're looking at, right? This is their loose that's... forms of proof, like, or, um you know, again, behavioral issues, yeah. like, if she's acting out, then that's, a, or she's hysterical, that's a sign yeah. of the devil, or... Well, and hysterical was one of those things where she did, really didn't have to do much. No, you could be hysterical, and also, you're being accused of witchcraft, you're being put in a cell, You'd and be fucking pissed! You might be hung. Yeah. I'd be hysterical.
1: <laughs> and then they... There'd be so much... Again, it would be a situation where Keegan and Madigan would be in a cell together. Oh done. And I would be uncontrollably sobbing. And I you would just be, be like, shut
0: up! Shut up, Madigan! I would just be cursing I know. the entire time. I'd be like, um, somebody hold me, please! We would both be killed immediately. <laughs> um... But, but yeah, I mean, and then they would do those things where, of course, the notorious like swim test, Mm. like if she floats... The water test. Yeah, if she floats, uh, she's a witch, if she drowns, well, sorry. Well,
1: it's like, of course, that you're going to take a breath, your lungs are going to fill with air... And you're going to float? Well, Unless you're dead. A lot of
0: these people drowned because they couldn't swim. Right. You know, and... Well, and they were
1: bound. You can't swim when your arms and legs are bound. And
0: even if you weren't, these people weren't versed in, like, swimming. So it was kind of like... And if they did make it to shore, they would be hung as a witch anyway. It was a no-win situation. So it it was like, if you were accused... There were people who were accused who were acquitted of witchcraft. I've definitely seen cases. But for the most part, if you were accused it was pretty much done. Like, it was pretty much done. And, yeah, they would have evidence, like, well, she came over to my house, and then the next day my chickens died. And it's like, well, that's not proof, though. You know, okay. (laughs) Anyway. um, I think it is. I think it all makes total sense. (laughs) Female sexuality is often seen as... um, the cause of disaster in a lot of old-school folklore, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you've got sirens and mermaids who would, like, lure men to their death with their beauty. And again, we're looking at this... Guys, all of this is, like, old-school rape culture, right? It's just like, I couldn't help myself because she's so beautiful and her voice is so pretty. Or, like, what the fuck ever. The Little Mermaid? (laughs) Sure, yeah. Uh... so. Problematic, um, or you know the femme fatale trope, yeah, right, like she's sexy but me, evil, yeah, um, or female vampires, yeah, or Eve, like we discussed earlier, yep. you know, Adam and Eve. It's kind yep. of like this has been a trope throughout, and it's so therefore like well, and know, Eve
1: was the one that took the apple, right? Right, yeah, yeah she was
0: tempted by Satan, yeah. and ate the apple, and it caused the downfall of all mankind. Um, it's all the woman's fault. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, and so you can see how. Female sexuality, we had this base for like yeah. female sexuality being seen as something to be afraid of. Right. <laughs> and it was, was something that was strictly for reproduction. Right, or just for your husband. Like, you yeah. can be sexual with your husband, but even then, but But you probably
1: shouldn't show that you're enjoying it too, too much. much.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, you
1: probably should just lie back and take it, is probably how it was. Yeah. As awful as that phrase that I, I mean, just said I'm is. I am sure that
0: there were healthy marriages. I'm sure that oh, there, I'm there
1: were. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm you know, sure it wasn't, you know, not a thing. But I think that when it would come to probably really religious households... I mean, I oh, even for know... Sure. I even have family to this day. I have a family member who's never French-kissed her husband... She's never seen his
0: penis. Oh no. Does she's... she wear one of those weird handmade sheets where there's just a hole?
1: I, I I'm not gonna ask this person <laughs> because <laughs> please like please fuck, no. about their intimate I'm gonna... life. my my mom straight up does. Like they'll like get this person drunk and then be like, tell oh, us more about God. this stuff. That and is so sad. I know. It's really crazy. So I mean, this is it's 2018 and she's Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, you like you have a point.
1: Yeah. If you're in a really religious marriage, it doesn't matter if the husband loves you or things like that. Like it might yeah. just be what they believe where you just kind of need to go back and take it, reproduce. Right. It's not and there it's for, for your pleasure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And women I'm sure that they were there were women that were like this relative of mine who probably fully believes that like that's the right thing. It's not like everyone always felt super oppressed. I'm sure they were like, oh, oh yeah. no, this is my duty. Well, this is what I am mean, supposed again, to do. Well,
0: I mean, again, you know, I was just listening to a podcast earlier uh, where they were talking about um, the Kavanaugh situation and how... Um, women for Trump sprang up the day after the Grab the Pussy video. Yeah. And it was because these women were coming out and saying, like, don't, don't speak for our morality. Like, you can't say that we're oppressed, like, or that we find this oppressive. Yeah. So, you know, people have different gauges. To me, that's bananas. But, like, people have different gauges for yeah. what they deem, they don't see themselves as being oppressed. Like, they do not see that. Yeah,
1: it was the, uh, the photo that Michaela, one of our listeners, posted on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: That just was like Yeah, um I don't need feminism because X Y Z. Yeah it's like you don't get it. You just don't get it. Yeah. Um but yeah, you're right. I bet a lot of these, you know, um women didn't see they just saw it as the way things are and like the way that society is supposed to be and there is nothing else. So when you saw a very a woman who was very confident in her body and in her sexuality, that was probably Horrifying. And you got a quick little flash of ankle. And you were just like, like, oh, my my. (gasps) stars. Oh, my. Why are they always Southern? (laughs) I don't know. I'm so sorry to our Southern listeners. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm kind of sorry. I don't
1: know. I can't do a New England accent, so I'm just going to do
0: Southern. Yeah, and and who knows what that would have sounded like anyway. I mean, I guess watch the witch. I think that they did a pretty good job. Um, Well, yeah, witches have been used... They've, they've been used, and especially at this time, I think, or sexuality in general, mm-hmm. and witches in particular, were really used as, like, a scare tactic for women. It was kind of like, don't walk this path, don't yeah. be this sexual, um, because well, if you do... Well, it's still taught that
1: way. Yeah. Like, the Salem Witch Trials are taught in schools and everything as a cautionary tale. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it depends on which kind of cautionary tale you decide to take from it. You know, don't accuse. You know, there there are valuable lessons to be learned from that story. But then there are also lessons where it's like, don't rock the boat. Different things like yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because if you if you do if you divert from the norm, then you are more susceptible to being, you know, attacked by the devil or whatever. You know,
1: I mean, that to me also just seems very much like, what still happens today. You divert oh, yeah. You divert from the norm, the more likely you are to be ridiculed and treated badly or seen right. as less of a human. Right. I mean, and, and that's really what it is, again, is that they're taking away their humanity.
0: With everything going on in the news, it's kind of like... Um, so, by the way, guys, we know that this isn't coming out until... Monday, October 1st, but we are recording it on the 26th, so things could happen in the news between now and then. Yeah. But with everything that's going on in the news right now, I mean, you do see that still with, like, don't wear that short skirt, don't drink that alcohol, don't go to that party. Well, it's the
1: same with Brett Kavanaugh, where he was saying that, like, he doesn't, like, he recalls, like... Knowing her or like that night, but he doesn't recall there being any right. sort of sexual Which I assault. I have
0: lots to talk to you about. In I movie. know,
1: same. I'm so excited. Yeah. So I mean, like, not excited, but like excited. No, good. It'll um, be good.
0: Um. But anyway, so that kind of happened all the way throughout Puritanical America. It's it's the same thing that kind of played into fear of Native Americans and their uh-huh. rituals that were considered like hedonistic by, yeah. you know, these. Um, Christian Puritans. Puritans. Colo- yeah. Coloniali- colonialists, wow, yeah, that had settled into this area. But like we said, it wasn't just in America. Obviously, these traditions and ideas world. came from, um, you know, as far as Puritans in America, they came from Europe, but they've happened in every culture. There's always yeah. been a suspicion of uh, women, powerful women, and particularly healers in general. Yes. As
1: being witches. And it's interesting because... As I was doing my research, you know, I I imagined that it would be a lot of stories like what we've told. This is a long time ago. This was the 1600s. It's things like that. And there are still so many um, instances that happen today where people believe that there are demons or evil living inside of people. For example, in Tanzania, about 500 older women are murdered each year for accusations of witchcraft. In Saudi Arabia, witchcraft and sorcery is a crime punishable by death. In 2011, 12, and 14, there were um, like accounts of this in Saudi Arabia. In some parts of Africa, children are vulnerable to violence related to witchcraft accusations and also immigrant communities of the U.K. And that brought me to learning about the murder of Victoria. I'm probably going to say her last name wrong. I'm so sorry. Klimby? Klimbe? It's got a...
0: I know. Was she young? She was really she's eight years old. Yes. Oh god. This I is in know London. This, this you guys, is awful.
1: This is really awful. So trigger warning,
0: trigger warning, because this is awful.
1: This is really I don't get I don't get into detail because this would be it would be a whole episode. So this eight-year-old girl, Victoria, was tortured and murdered by her guardians. She was burnt with cigarettes tied up for periods longer than twenty-four hours, hit with bike chains, hammers, and wires. Um and then there was Christy Bamu. Again, I apologize if I'm saying their names wrong or butchering it in any way. And he was savagely tortured before being drowned in a bath by his sister on Christmas Day in 2010. I didn't realize these were witchcraft related. They, it's it's kind of like a demonic sorcery witchcraft thing. So in the case of Bamu... Uh, Magali Bamu and her boyfriend, Eric Bikubi, became convinced that he was possessed by kendoki or witchcraft. It was (gasps) trying to harm or control another family. i this one, too. Yeah, and then Victoria's aunt, Mary-Therese Kua'o... And brother Carl Manning claimed that the girl was possessed. So I I read that families or caregivers will genuinely believe that the victim has been completely taken over by the devil or an evil spirit. So the fact that they are hurting these children is not... They're not yes. hurting the kid. They're hurting like the demon yes. and they're killing that within there, them.
0: There are several stories like that. I've heard And those are um, both in the UK. Yeah, I've heard many like that. I've actually heard of one that was here in the States that a father did something similar. The one with Victoria in particular though, this is just my personal belief. After mm-hmm. watching I watched a documentary or something about it, I think that she's lying. I think she's just shitty. And she just Oh, and like that's her excuse. I think for that's what? her excuse. No, her. I mean I yeah. I think that that's most people's excuse. Well, but I with think some like people that. really believe it. Yeah, like, I mean, I, do. In... I think that some people believe that their child. I like, I read one really horrible one, or I um, was listening to a podcast, I think, and it was a father, and he he was mentally ill. Yeah, um, it turned out he had like schizophrenia or some kind of mental illness. Well, but then too, he really he... believed that yeah. his kid was possessed by the devil. Yeah, like, and that's
1: scary. If yeah. you really believe it, that is really scary, and that person needs the help that they deserve. Right. But I'm sure there are a lot of people who are just completely shitty, and when I talk about these other countries and things like that, I don't know how credible it is to what they're thinking is what they actually believe, or what they're saying is what they actually believe. Mm-hmm. It Very well, again, you, you create fear in somebody's mind of something, and you can manipulate them in Absolutely. any way. Beliefs
0: are, I mean, and yeah, that goes outside of Because I think very often we can get so wrapped up, you know, being from a Western Christian, mostly Christian country, um... I feel like we can get very wrapped up in being like well these other cultures and they're so quote unquote exotic and, yeah. and dark and all of those things but really I mean it happens in every single religion it really does belief is so strong and like can convince you that you can be violent and yeah. hateful belief even and when fear. what you're taught is right. to be good
1: and accepting right. you yeah. know belief and fear again not all religious people of we course are not. not yes it's not a blanket anything. statement you no know? but there are people who will take things like that and and blame it on their religion or their beliefs when really they're just being a shitty person.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, and there are also some people who truly do believe it. Yes. You know, it goes both ways. But how are we to know? Yeah. It goes both ways. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I'm going to bounce back over into the U.S. Bounce, girl. Bounce. So I have a fun fact for you coming up in a minute. I'm excited. In 1893, Matilda Jocelyn Gage, an American suffragist, wrote the book Woman, Church, and State. And in it, she reframed the witch hunts as misogynistic, as a misogynistic attempt by the church and state to police female sexuality, women's bodies, and women's reproductive function. So Love this it. is kind of the first time where you take the, um, the idea of the witch and you frame it as something kind of positive. It's a woman trying to be liberated, and it's yeah. society that is... Keeping her down So it yes. kind of frames The witch as a positive Yeah Here's my fun fact For you Madigan I'm excited Her son-in-law Is none other Than L. Frank Mom, no! Who wrote The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, and he was inspired by her uh, by her writing to conceive of the witch as not only evil, but also Wait, good. Wait, I knew I knew that name. Yes, that's his I knew mother-in-law. I, yes, it's his... Yes, mm-hmm. I knew that I knew... I was going to ask you, too. Yes. Yes, so he wrote... When he wrote The Wizard of Oz, yeah. he took into account her um, writings about witches. Yes. And that's why he wrote both A Good Witch and A Bad Witch. You
1: guys, I, like... <sighs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it on the podcast. I've done a lot, a lot, a lot of very in depth research on the Wizard of Oz lately, and his feminist views from his mother in law are so heavily uh, played in the Wizard of Oz that you can't you can't tell from just watching the movie. Mm-hmm. It's something that you have to experience through the book and like really know the mm-hmm. stories. Like the female protagonists are amazing, but I'll get into that another time.
0: It's fine. But I but would that's amazing. argue On the vein of Wizard of Oz, I would argue. Not only was The Wizard of Oz kind of like a major, major hit at the yeah. time it came out, I would say that for a lot of modern people, it reconceptualized what our idea w- of witches were. That's how we yes. got, you know, the pointy black hat and the green skin yeah. and, you know, that hook nose and writing. You well, know? and it's also interesting, too, because in the movie,
1: they there is the only bad witches are ugly trope. Mm-hmm. Which I think also kind of plays on not even you know seductress women, but also like if they're different or ugly or weird, um, they must be bad right witches. And yeah. then the good witch is in pink and it's she's beautiful, beautiful and glittery, and her voice and is so nice to listen to. And it's just but. And the other witch has. Colored skin, has a long, long nose, and warts, and moles, and kind of hunched over, hunched over, and ugly, and and decrepit, oh, and very scratchy. Well, they eyes. almost they almost made her beautiful. They almost made her kind of like the. I think that's way scarier. The witch from uh, Snow White, uh-huh. but I mean, I'm obviously very glad that they did what they did with the witch because it has really well, made iconic. this this archetype yeah. of what we think of yeah. witches. But it is interesting when it comes to even, you know, that's why I'm saying it's not, you can't base the feminism necessarily off the movie.
0: (laughs) There are different things, you know... But I think that it's important to note, though, that the movie is really what opened up in popular culture this idea of witches not only as evil, and yes, it's it's problematic and it's complicated, but also it's the first time you see a good witch. Right. Like, you don't see a good witch in popular culture up until this point. Right. And that is really kind of what, after that, you start seeing witches that are more Playful, that are more yeah. fun. Sabrina you know? the
1: Teenage Witch.
0: Yeah. Um, these witches are
1: actually referred to as white witches or white witchcraft, which I was like, why do you got to make them white? Why do yeah, you got to... Because
0: it's pure. Why do you got to bring
1: race into this Black shit? Black But magic. it's not, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. But they are strict, strictly benevolent. Um, they're like they strongly identify with the concept of like ethical codes and that prevent them from performing magic on someone without the other person's consent mm-hmm. and then I just wrote consent is sexy next to it because mm-hmm. I just need to remind you at all costs you know
0: uh, thank you I not you
1: I know I'm looking at you and look like I'm telling you this stuff <laughs> I'm talking into a microphone. Keegan, we're doing a podcast right now. Uh, we, I know. We talk into a microphone and other people are going to listen to it. I'm just saying, you were looking at me in my eyes. Because <laughs> they're so beautiful. Thank you. I just get a in your eyes. Okay, anyway.
0: Um, <laughs> um, so speaking of playful and fun depictions of witches, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about Bewitched. So, because I found this interesting when I was doing my witchy research. I'm trying to wiggle my nose. Um, I cannot do that. I cannot do the Samantha nose wiggle. I've tried many times. I'm wiggling my, my jaw. My great grandpa could wiggle his ears without yeah. moving the rest of his face. I've I've, I've seen either. that
1: before. I can't do that either.
0: Bewitched was released in the early um, 1960s, mm-hmm. and it was nearly the same time as Betty Friedan's book, The Feminine Mystique, mm-hmm. um, which we all know deals with the plight of you know 1950s middle class white housewives. Yeah, uh, which as does Bewitched, they're yeah. kind of similar in that way. Uh, the women's lib movement was kind of bubbling under the surface at this time, uh, and several episodes of Bewitched were even written by self-proclaimed feminist uh, Barbara Avedon. So there was a lot of early feminist leanings in Bewitched, which you can kind of see. She has so much independence. In Bewitched, Samantha's magic is something her husband Darren cannot control, yeah. and in that way it gives her freedom and it gives her agency. Yeah, so that's she, a great show. Yeah, and she's able to kind of do things outside of her husband's grasp. He's always like, stop yeah. using magic because... And you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, I have this power and I'm going to use it. So yeah. I, I love that there's a kind of feminine, uh, a feminist undercurrent to that, yeah. that show.
1: Especially during that time period. Yeah. It's, it was really great to see. Yeah. I really like... I loved Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Mm-hmm. They're doing a new one now that I guess it is going to be dark. real dark and scary. I saw
0: the trailer for that. I'll
1: check it out. I think it's by the same people who did Riverdale, and I was it is. I was really disappointed with Riverdale. I'm sorry. I'm sure there's lots of listeners that love it. I was really disappointed in it. I couldn't um, get into
0: Riverdale. It was I was too just cheesy like, for it's me. So
1: it's very Pretty Little Liars. It's so
0: teenage jury. Yeah, I think I'm just past it. I'm too old. I know. I'm like I can't relate anymore. You guys, but it's gonna be. Um, Kieran, Kiernan, the girl from uh, Mad Men, the little girl. Yeah, she's going. Yeah, she's going to be, uh, gonna be Sabrina. Sabrina.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. I can I talk a little bit about Wicca? Yes, please. Okay, so Margaret Murray had a pan-European witch cult theory that was published in 1921, and then this Gerald Gardner's Witchcraft Today article in 1954 claimed that witchcraft still existed. So, they, so, Murray had made this, like, theory, and then, like, 30-some years later, this other person is like, yeah, this still exists, and Murray had wrote this intro to kind of, like, say that all of this stuff had still existed, and I think that, from what I can understand, that started spurring certain, like, Wiccan literature— and Wiccan literature has been described as aiding the empowerment of young women through its lively portrayal of female protagonists. Mm-hmm. And then again, we're talking about more modern portrayals of witches, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, you know, Hermione and Luna from Harry Potter, Charmed. you know, things like Charmed. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And Wiccan beliefs are often found to be compatible with liberal ideas, such as the Green Movement. Mm-hmm. Wiccan literature is feminist because it provides women with means for empowerment and control of their own lives a 2002 study uh 2002 study enchanted feminism the reclaiming witches of san francisco suggests wiccan religion represents the second wave of feminism that has also redefined as a religious movement where they're kind of comparing like the feminist movement to almost being like a religious movement kind of experience um they if we're gonna talk more about Wiccans today, they very much avoid the appearance of evil at all costs, and their motto is harm no one. They strive to live peaceful, tolerant, and balanced lives in tune with nature and humanity. Their spells and incantations are usually taken from the Book of Shadows, which can be compared to that of like prayer and other religions. Mm-hmm modern-day potions are most likely to be an herbal remedy for the right. flu or yeah. things like that. And today's spells are typically used to stop someone from doing evil or harming themselves. And again, very much um,
0: looking like prayer. Yeah. It's all very positive in yeah. general. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's this really great store in... Um, oh, remember whenever we were looking through some of your stuff and you had that... Um, Stone that I had given you. Yeah. That one time, I got it from a store called The Green Man in NoHo, uh, which is a great little store, and they—it's uh, a Wiccan store, and they mm-hmm. sell lots of of you know things that you would need. Yeah. And they have like an apothecary there uh-huh. who has like a whole thing of herbs, and again, like their their potions yeah. are essentially just herbal remedies. remedies. So it's interesting though because like I've known a few people who
1: are Wiccan. And the, like, ridicule that they would get from the people around me and the fear that was surrounding it... Oh, yeah. ...made me believe that there was something that I should be afraid of. So the reason no, that course. I'm saying this is because it was fascinating for me to read more about it and to understand... Because I didn't know that their motto was, like, harm no one. You know what I mean? You don't know how certain people are going to take certain religions. Well, I mean, religions.
0: look at the way that... I mean, we were just talking about the ways in which people would not let their children read Harry Potter. Yeah. So... Anything that's associated with rich, witchcraft, we automatically deem to be evil Yeah, for really no reason at all. Like, there's no reason. Well, and we have
1: a certain image of our, in our minds of, like, what that looks like. Because where it's we like, associate witches we, with
0: the devil. Well,
1: or we picture someone in the middle of their studio apartment with a big black cauldron. Yeah, yeah. You know.
0: Boil, boil, toil, and trouble. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. definitely not the line at all. Toil, Can't toil, you. boil.
0: I don't, what is double,
1: it? Double, double, boil, in trouble something burn and something bubble. I had to do that scene and I can't remember what it is. So, anyway. I shouldn't be chastising you.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um if you didn't do it, somebody would have. But but yeah, I mean, whenever really Wicca and, you know, paganism in general uh-huh. and even Satanism are actually pretty peaceful religions. Yeah. It's just there are there is a lot of fear around it and it's because of the, the I mean, language. you say Satanism,
1: that scares the shit out of me. But it like shouldn't. That, it, it shouldn't, shouldn't like, but it if does. You, if you really but that's why into, I want to learn
0: more about yeah, it, so I don't feel as scared. Yeah, if you really look into what, even what Satanists really believe in, it's scary, because we have... What do they believe in? Um, Well, I wouldn't, I don't want to speculate right now without having... <laughs> with okay, set, all right, we'll talk about it off It's a year. fairly peaceful, it's a okay. fairly peaceful religion. Like, it's okay. not, they don't really um, hurt anybody. Yeah. They mostly don't mess with anybody. I think that's pretty much the. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, is like, just... Leave me alone, and I'll leave you alone. Right, kind of situation there. Okay, but but yeah, it's it's all around language and kind of like what we were brought up to believe, Um, and what and we take everything kind of through our Christian lens lens because that's both of you and I were raised in it. Yeah kind of Christian environments and brought up with that kind of language. Well, and then also,
1: like, you think about the religious fear that we have in general in this country that has been for a long time. Like, who was the first Catholic president? Was it Kennedy? John F. Kennedy, yeah. Yeah, and so since then, especially, I feel like there was, like, a certain, like, value that was supposed to be upheld by all American citizens because it was American, because the president was Catholic and Christian
0: and all this kind of stuff. Well, I mean, it was a big deal to even have John F. Kennedy be a president because up until that point, all... And since then, all all presidents have been Protestant Christians, quote unquote, whether how practicing or not. Yeah, that all claim to be kind of like Protestant Christians. So even having a Catholic president, yeah. was kind of a, a pearl clutcher for a lot yeah. of a lot well, of people. Yeah,
1: and then think you know we we spoke about nine eleven. Think about like Islamophobia and things like that. Where the religions are really not that different, but because we can point to specific examples that scared us, we generalize right. so largely into it. You're being not like exactly whole, like us, yeah, and that is scary. And because you're a little bit different, even just a little bit different than we are, and because people and in, we're not going
0: to take the time time to learn right. about the
1: differences and the similarities. And because some
0: people in your group may have done something. And I feel like very often that happens with with witchcraft as well, with modern-day witchcraft. Wiccas, uh, people who practice Wicca, I f- Wiccas, Wiccans, people <laughs> who, Wiccas. who practice uh Wicca, I feel like oftentimes get lumped in. Of course, they got lumped in with that satanic panic that of happened course. in the 80s. They get lumped in anytime there's like... A hint that there might be something occult that happened in any yeah. crime,
1: you or again, still, if there was anything that went wrong that they were involved in, it's kind of like when you look at um, like the Columbine killings, where they mm. look at um, the killers and they they come up with a lot of like satanic worship and things like that as as reasons because everybody always wants to know reasons for why bad things happen, right? And it makes it's you easier, feel safer. Yeah, yeah, it's easier to like point a reason on somebody who is different and is something that we've been taught to fear.
0: Right. Well, because it makes you feel safe because you can say, well... I mean, it's the same reason, again, the parallels here are just, like, so strong. Like, it's the same reason why we have a tendency to blame victims, right? Yeah. Because if we can just say, well... I never would have been at that party, or yeah. I never would have had that much to drink, or I I don't worship, I, I don't, like, look at occulty things, so it could never happen to me. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? If I can just stop my kids from ever looking at witch stuff, then they won't be killers. Exactly. You know, it's, and it's, exactly. like, it makes you feel safe because it's something you feel like you can control, uh-huh. when in reality it's, like, that's or, not how life or works. Or that you just need a reason. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah. makes, it makes you feel safer if you can just Absolutely. pinpoint something that makes sense yeah, in your Yeah, if head. you can say,
0: like, this mom was a shitty mom, and that's why this thing happened to her uh-huh. kids. Well, I'm not a shitty mom, so that thing won't happen to my exactly. kids. Like, it makes you feel safe. Exactly. Yeah. Oy. Well, do you have anything else?
1: I mean, I have a lot, Keegan, but a lot of it is more so getting into... Um, history and old testament stuff and things like that. But I, mean, I like
0: honestly we could talk about specific witch trials. Like we
1: Oh yeah. We could go forever. There's
0: so much here and um all of it fascinating <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Um I mean I'm just excited that we're going to be talking about kind of spooky stuff. I really like I think that's my favorite part of this time. Oh, is I said all the scary movies. Keegan can we please go see you're the only person that will see scary movies with me.
0: Oh I'll go. I, I want to see The Nun. I want to see The Nun. The Nun's out right now. Yeah. Um, what Are there any other scary There's movies? There's one here?
1: called, like, Hellfest or something that looks, like, so-so.
0: Hmm. I'll have to take a look. I really wanted to go to Halloween Horror Nights this year, but... I cannot do it's that. It's so expensive. Cannot do that. <laughs> in, I've never seen The Exorcist. Oh, my God. I reference it and know all about it, but I've never actually seen um, the movie. We should definitely watch The Exorcist. I love the... I mean, it's kind of slow in the beginning. It takes a long time to get going, but okay. once shit... Get started, it's just like bam, Can bam, bam, you bam, like bam.
1: come to my new apartment and watch? Yes, yeah, you have to stay the night though. There's yes. no way I'm gonna be like by I myself. I
0: love scary movies. Probably, I mean, I own a million movies from my job. Yeah, and I've probably seen every scary movie I have in my collection. I love I it. I love watching them. I
1: just always remember watching Pet Cemetery with you and Anthony the first time I met him. Have you seen the
0: new It? No, I haven't. Oh my god, I watched the old, I watched about half of the old It with you that the I had. The new to go home. one is the old one's. Fine, but it's long. It's like a miniseries. Yeah. The new one is shorter yeah. and way fucking scarier. Okay. It's way scarier. I'm down. I like a good Skarsgård, too. Oh, and he's scary. Yeah. He's so scary in that movie. <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm very excited about it, too. We've got some really fun stuff planned for you guys coming up. I guess not fun. Some of it won't be fun. But I was
1: going to say, some of the stuff on the list I, I wouldn't classify as fun, but you do
0: you, Keegan. Some of it's dark. Yeah. Some of it's really dark, but we thought what... We kind of wanted to mix up... Some things like this, subjects of, like, witchcraft and things that you would traditionally think of coming up in October, with other things that are, like, real life scary. Yeah. You know, and things that women would deal with in real life that are frightening. Yes. Um, so, that's kind of what we have in store for you for the month of October. And yeah. we're really excited. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Can we say what else... We're really looking forward to in October. Oh, yeah. You go ahead.
1: Okay, you guys, we're doing another live show Mm -hmm. at our friend Ariel's pop-up for her company called The Swallows Flight. Um, The last one was so much fun. I'm going to have a whole day off of work this time, so I can really enjoy it. It's going to be October 13th. Uh, She has the
0: Eventbrite page up, so we should put that in our bio. Yes, we're gonna make uh, a post probably before this episode comes out. We yeah. will have made a post and um, we will put it in our bio at that time. You can buy tickets. We will have some stickers there for you. We're teaming up with Two Girl Book Party. Yes, uh, follow them on Instagram. They are a book club of sorts. Yeah. So we are going to be doing kind of a collab with them. Yeah, it's gonna show.
1: be it's gonna be kind of like a live book club but very much involving the content that you would usually get from our One show. of our episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's, we're really excited about it. It's gonna be so much fun. I'm so excited. I feel so much less like apprehensive about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it won't be a billion degrees because it's my God. October. Now. I mean, you one could only <laughs> hope. hope. We hope. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna show up in like flannels and jackets and just be like, it's
0: fall. <laughs> Although it wasn't that bad last time. Like I it was, was warm. sweaty. Yeah, I was sweating, but it was it was okay. Don't deter the listeners from coming. It won't be that bad. No,
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and even last time like i was i think i was really nervous too so i yeah, was yeah, really Yeah sweaty. yeah but no it was fine. It was really fun and Ariel really knows how to put this shit together. Yeah,
0: her i mean honestly i've never met somebody who has it so together aesthetically? It's, yeah, it's really. Oh amazing. yeah,
1: I was. Uh, we were looking for stuff for my new apartment the other day, and I was like, "She's kind of helping me." Tell me, me decorate. what to buy. Yeah. Well, and also it's just like it's funny how we can go into a store, and I think this with you too, where like I'll look at something and I'll be like, "That's Ariel, or "That's Keegan," or "That's totally me." Like it's interesting. I like that I have friends that have such. Specific, like, aesthetics, I guess. Uh-huh. Whereas, like, when I want to buy gifts, I'm like, I know exactly what yeah. I'd be looking for. Yeah, for sure. Hers, though, is, like, on another level of specificity. It's so
0: specific. Yeah, it's Like, so
1: anything that you would think of being in your grandmother's, like, living room... Yeah. But it's still cool... Yeah. Ariel would love it. Yeah. It's so cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> does, that, does that, like, encapsulate was, it well? I was trying to think of it. It's kind of like, if your grandma... Was a hipster But not hipster It's like Yeah I don't know It's hard to explain It's hard to explain Just you know what Just come to the pop up And you'll see it in real life Get some tea Because her tea is amazing So good Uh, She has a tea and bookshop. Buy
1: some books Yeah absolutely Read some books Hang out with us It's gonna be so much fun I'm so excited I'm glad that we are starting to talk about it and are able to share with you guys who we're going to be working with and I'm really excited for the whole experience so the month of October is going to be a good one I feel good about it I feel
0: good too so mark your calendars October 13th we hope to see you there Yes, sure. Yes, and we will. We don't
1: have. I don't remember specific times at the top of my head. So next thing that next episode that we record, we'll we will keep giving you more and more information. Yeah,
0: and follow us on social media because any updates that we have, if time changes, anything yeah. anything changes, that's where you're gonna want to be. You know, because these episodes only come out you know two times a week, and right. and shit happens. So follow us on Instagram at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. You can get us on Twitter at Yamp Podcast. Y A N F podcast. Oh, was you was so slow this get, time. I know. I was waiting for you. Oh, sorry. Um, you can get us on Facebook. We'll be doing updates in all of these places. If you have any stories that you'd like us to cover, if we got anything wrong, if you are a practicing Wiccan and want to <gasps> share some stuff with us... I want to know. We would love to know. We are not well-versed. I did not... That was not the focus of my no. <laughs> research this week. I'm so not either, but I wanted to touch on it. No, because... I'm so glad you did. I'm okay. so glad you did. Um <laughs> you. But, like... Definitely, we love getting mail from you guys. We love learning new things and hearing your experiences. So send us an email. You know what else we...
1: Oh, and our email address is neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com. But Keegan, you know what else we really, really love from our listeners? What's that? Reviews. Yes. We really love reviews. Really, really. We started doing Reviews Day Tuesday where we would uh, very showcase, on that. well, I mean, well, this is the thing, you know, we would showcase certain reviews. We typically try to pick the ones that kind of encapsulate what our show is and things like that for people to
0: see. And I didn't want it to get too redundant because yeah. very often it was, you know, kind of similar yeah. reviews, which is fine. Maybe yeah, it's a review. I don't care if it's oh the yeah, same but, as what's in there. But, but if yeah. you
1: haven't left a review and you haven't, um, I was gonna say. Uh, rated? rated us, but I, was, I guess that you have to rate to review, right? I think so, yeah. So if if you haven't done any of those things, if you are a new listener, or if you've just been kind of like not doing it, like it would just be incredibly helpful to
0: us. Um, and it I, really look, helps us with promotion. It. It's great. Life gets in the way so often. I follow so many podcasts and watch so many YouTube channels, and I do not always, you know, follow well, because, rate review. Right? Well, because I, I you, you don't
1: think it's it, sometimes it's hard because you're thinking of it as like a consumer. You don't realize like right. that, so, how much it really does so help that
0: person. I totally get it. Same. But this is just your reminder that it does help us out, and it's just it also a nudge. It does also help us out to listen on Radio Public. That's a lot. Super helpful. So. A lot.
1: Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna like cash out at twenty bucks. We're each each gonna get a what can a, we get for ten bucks each. Like, a large coffee at Starbucks. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's a date, <laughs> I'll and then we'll it. start back at zero. <laughs> oh, goodness, you guys. Uh, thank you so much for being awesome. I have thoroughly enjoyed talking about witches with you Me tonight. Too. Me so, too. So I guess with that being said, we encourage you to rage on. Goodbye.
0: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine